0: All right. Welcome to Newsmax Daily for Thursday, July 27th, 2023, 072723, the 208th day of the year, 157 to go. Today is National Intern Day, recognizing the contributions that interns make to businesses and organizations in America. Created in 2017 as an initiative by the online platform Way Up, to help connect students and recent graduates with job opportunities. An internship is a fantastic way to start your professional life. July 27th is also National New Jersey Day, famous, of course, for being right next to New York City. No, I'm kidding. Calm down, Jersey people. The Garden State celebrated for the rich American history of the Atlantic City Boardwalk and the beach. And Frank Sinatra, Bon Jovi, Whitney Houston, one of the greatest singers ever, in my opinion. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, I'm not saying he's the greatest singer ever, I'm saying Whitney Houston. Martha Stewart and others also hailing from New Jersey. It is also in the news today for joining New York in pushing residents away from gasoline and natural gas to electric everything that's a whole nother story that according to newsmax.com and on the food calendar today is national chicken finger day this is a big one especially if you have kids well if you have kids pretty much every day is chicken finger day right speaking of having kids the president's son hunter topping the headlines in fact wednesday was not a good day for hunter biden or his father
1: and still we're still feeling the profound loss of the pandemic, as I mentioned, of over 100 people dead. That's 100 empty chairs around the kitchen table.
0: Yes, technically, at least 100 people did die during the pandemic. President Biden's latest misspeak during a speech at the White House on Wednesday. Now, anybody could make a simple mistake when giving a speech, right? I mean, it's happened to all of us. You're reading a script. Maybe it was in the script, but he said it twice, maybe three times, 100 people. And let's go back three years. People
1: don't have anywhere to go. They don't know what they're going to do. And a lot of people you have unnecessarily. Now we have over 120 million dead from COVID.
0: 120 million. That was in June of 2020. The beginning, sort of middle of the pandemic. 120 million. Again, said it multiple times. And the feds raised interest rates again yesterday. How can half of America still be planning on voting for more of this? Anyway, the big headline comes from the Biden's home state of Delaware, where Hunter Biden went to court to wrap up a plea deal and skate out on daddy's dime. But the judge took a look at the deal and said, whoa, wait a minute. She questioned Biden's legal team and prosecutors about the agreement, calling it not straightforward. That's a quote. And asked, quote, is this even constitutional? Newsmax national correspondent Logan Raddick was there.
2: A lot has gone much differently than his attorneys had thought. Let's get you out to the ground. Logan Raddick's been tracking this moment by moment for us. What are you hearing, Logan.
3: Bianca, what a wild day here in Wilmington, Delaware. Not one but two plea deals falling through uh, between Hunter Biden, the DOJ, and the Judge Mary Ellen Noreka. And uh, it looks like they're going to be coming back to court at a later date. Now, the gun possession component was really the reason that this second plea deal just fell apart because Judge Noreka says that it seems unusual. And she said she was not ready to accept the plea deal and that the hearing again ended with Hunter Biden pleading not guilty for the time being. And the judge asked both sides to file additional briefs explaining the plea deal's legal structuring. Judge Nareka had concerns about the constitutionality over the agreements, particularly that gun diversion uh, trial, the pretrial diversion for the gun charge. Now, uh, it's unclear whether we'll hear from Hunter Biden. You mentioned that he has a location set up here in Wilmington, Delaware. Again, uh, his attorneys said he was going to speak earlier, but with everything falling through today, it's unclear if that will happen. So no plea deal for Hunter Biden right now, uh, pleading not guilty for the time being, but still a lot more to come in this legal battle here in Delaware. That's Newsmax
0: national correspondent Logan Raddick. So the judge Mary Ellen Noreka, who was appointed by former President Trump, was very concerned over the deal on the felony gun charges. Exactly what I have been saying all along. waiving the felony gun charge and wiping it from his permanent record, I said on multiple occasions, including yesterday, that that was more concerning than all of the tax stuff. Former Acting Attorney General Matt Whitaker on Newsmax.
2: First of all, you know, this... I'm an advocate for cameras in federal courtrooms. I think it's a shame that the American people can't see this play out. So that's one. Great. Second, um, you know, this was such a highly unusual case where nobody saw the charging document. Nobody has seen the plea agreement. And now that the judge has seen the plea agreement, uh, completely disagrees with the contents, especially of the diversion. Uh, that was the, at the heart of this, because people like me that have done these jobs as U.S. attorneys at Maine Justice understand that someone that has violated tax laws, has you know, illegal gun possession are not usually given at most probation. And so this judge obviously sees that for what it is. Um, I'm glad, uh, unfortunately, and I think the biggest challenge uh, is that the one thing that came out today that I thought was a little bit of kabuki theater by the government, Was this idea that there is an ongoing investigation, so therefore Congress is not going to be able to get much information uh, for what they're inquiring right now on Joe Biden.
0: A little bit of kabuki theater by the government. That's former acting Attorney General Matt Whitaker with Bianca de la Garza.
2: Do you really think in your heart of hearts that that Hunter Biden is now sort of in the crosshairs of potential charges with this DOJ under Biden uh, and and the way we've seen sort of the FBI not following up on 1023s, not listening to IRS whistleblowers? I mean, we're we supposed to believe now that there's something else coming down the pike. I, that's a that's a great question, actually. And as, as you were asking it, I couldn't help but think about uh, what is in this diversion agreement? If the if the judge is concerned about the constitutionality, if Hunter Biden and the government had agreed to essentially a broad immunity, not only previous but but in the future, based on what's in being investigated, that is an incredibly unusual deal. In fact, I, I, unprecedented. I've never seen a deal uh, of that sort uh, with a defendant. But that being said, the you know the FARA uh, liability is real. There is no doubt that Hunter Biden was getting millions uh, on behalf of foreign companies, and he was possibly lobbying or seeking to influence American policy and well, U.S. policy, we they, we're seeing that play out. They charged Gal Luft with Farah, and he was getting paid by the same company as Hunter Biden. Yeah. The difference is uh, Gal Luft wanted to come forward and talk about Biden's the president, right. sitting president. And that's a conflict say, right there. The
0: <laughs> Newsmax host, Bianca De La Garza. Gail Luft is the think tank director who says President Biden, Hunter, and other family members had improper financial arrangements with a China-controlled energy company. And FARA, which you have heard a lot about and will be hearing a lot about, is an acronym for Foreign Agents Registration Act, or the Foreign Agents Registration Act. So, what happens now? Sebastian
4: Gorka breaks it down. There were certain conditions put upon the president's son for his release today, and we've got a little graphic of them. Let me just, I read these out on Ray today, and they're rather, rather superb. So what do we have here? We have condition number one, Hunter Biden (laughs) has to seek gainful employ. He has to stay employed. I I guess he has to find another no-show job like the Burisma one. Secondly, there were boxes you could tick. The judge could say, don't drink too much alcohol or don't drink any at all. Which one did the judge tick? Not allowed to drink any alcohol at all. And then um, he's got to submit to drug testing. Oh, dear. I guess it can't be that Bag in the White House that belonged to Hunter Biden. That let's let's not talk about that. And then, lastly, kind of ironic if you think about the um, sweetheart deal he was getting. Uh, yeah, he can't possess a gun or other deadly weapon, which is ironic given the fact that he was guarded head to foot by armed officers, armed agents of the Secret Service today. How, how God, could you imagine? being one of the Secret Service agents with a badge, with a gun, with a limo and everything, and you're having to look after this reprobate. That's Sebastian Gorka, who also spoke with former
0: U.S. attorney for the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., Joe DeGeneva.
4: All right, Joe, let's start with you. I've got to ask you, in, the, in your, your decades-long experience in the law as a prosecutor standing in a court, have you ever seen the likes of today where a judge says, hang on a second, you've got a plea deal, but you're still under investigation? Get out of my court.
5: What you saw today was the epitome of incompetence and political corruption by United States attorney David Weiss, with the consent of the Attorney General of the United States, but not with the consent of a sitting federal judge who saw what was happening before her. What happened in this case is very simple. David Weiss, with a wink and a nod, told Hunter Biden's lawyers, look, we're not gonna say in here uh, that we're uh, we're giving you a free pass, but I'm gonna give you one under the table. Just don't worry about it. But when they got in the court and the judge asked a direct question, Are you pursuing the investigation, Mr. Weiss? He had to say yes. And the the attorney from Latham and Watkins, the big highfalutin law firm that's being paid millions of dollars to represent Hunter, was asked, do you think there's no more prosecution? And they said yes. And she said, it can't be both. This deal is null and void. What you (laughs) saw today— was political corruption run rampant in a federal courtroom. This is so—I'm born and raised in Wilmington, Delaware. I was embarrassed for the city, the state, and for that courthouse.
0: Former U.S. Attorney Joe DeGeneva on Newsmax. As I mentioned yesterday, Hunter is still under investigation for his overseas business dealings, which was a big part of what happened yesterday. And next week, his former business partner, Devin Archer, is scheduled to speak with the House Oversight Committee. So we'll see what comes out of that next week. Meanwhile, yesterday, the House Oversight Committee held a hearing on UFOs, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. More from last night's edition of Chris Plant and The Right Squad.
4: Whistleblowers on Capitol Hill today declaring in in public in the light of day that the government, the U.S. government, is covering up, hiding from us the existence of UFOs, and they changed the name of UFOs. Jen, tell us all That's about what it.
3: what they say, Chris. The House sub- Oversight Subcommittee on National Security heard from three witnesses today. That included former Navy pilot Ryan Graves, intelligence officer David Grush, and retired Navy commander David Fravor. The whistleblower spoke out about the government's lack of transparency on identified, un- unidentified anomalous phenomena
4: following concerning reports from multiple esteemed and credentialed current and former military and intelligence community individuals that the U.S. government is operating with secrecy above congressional oversight uh, with regards to UAPs.
5: What concerns me is that there's no oversight from our elected officials on anything associated with our government processing or working on craft. The American people deserve to know what is happening in our skies. It is long overdue.
3: Retired Navy Commander David Fravor, who in 2004 was part of a squadron that witnessed a UAP drop from 80,000 feet, spoke about the advanced technology and the threat they possess.
5: But the Tac object we engaged in 2004 was far superior to anything that we had on time, have today, or are looking to develop in the next 10 years. Based off of each of your experiences and observations, do you believe UAPs pose a potential threat to our national security? Yes, and there's nothing we can do about it.
3: Subcommittee Chairman Glenn Grothman said he believes the hearing will lead to legislation.
5: So there you
0: go. Super interesting and super fuel for the conspiracy crowd and overnight radio shows. So here's the next obvious question.
5: If you believe we have crashed craft uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft?
4: As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um, Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics?
4: Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. They were non-human, and obviously the (laughs) legislation would have to get into whether the non-human aliens would be entitled to health care
1: uh, hotel rooms in New York, gender reassignment. And a vaccine surgery. mandate, too. Come on. Or gender reassignment. And or going through the, C, uh, the CNP app to, to
2: immigrate, <laughs> illegally immigrate into the United States. But-
0: Chris Plant and the Right Squad with Jen Pellegrino, Mercedes Schlapp, and others, weeknights at 9 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. Now, a lot of people are laughing and joking about this, but really think about what they are saying. I personally think the American people need to demand answers. He's saying the government recovered non-human beings from downed aircraft from out of space. I mean, come on. You don't just take this in stride. Do you not want to see proof, evidence? Do you not want to know more? Let's go to this morning's edition of Wake Up America with Rob Finnerty and Allison Maloney. Tennessee
4: Congressman Tim Burchett tweeting simply, you should have been there. It was unbelievable yesterday. Congressman, good morning. Great to have you back on this morning. Uh, I, this was riveting stuff. To me, the most conclusive testimony in history supporting the notion that we are not alone. Um, that exchange with your colleague, Nancy Mace, just unbelievable. Uh, what'd you make of it? What'd you take away?
1: Well, it's all this, uh, you know, I've heard this saying many times that, a, you know, a good attorney never asks a question, doesn't know the answer. I'm not an attorney, obviously, but i Studied this issue for years, and I I knew the questions that would be asked, and I knew the answers that would be given. I'm just glad they were given in sworn testimony by legitimate heroes. I mean, these are some real patriots, um, military men, decorated veterans, combat veterans, pilot, um, uh, Lieutenant Commander Favor, of course. Um, so it was it was an incredible, it was historic, and and um, I think now we have to start asking the question why is the Pentagon and the rest of these war pimps. Why are they covering it up? And um, and we gotta be cautious too about sending them any more money because that's what they're wanting to do now to study it because they understand the American public knows what's going on and they wanna act uh, innocent in all this. and. And frankly, they've been covering this up since at least '47. We don't need to send any more money. We just need transparency. We need unredacted files. We need to um, see the photos, and we need to have access. You know, we we were trying to get down in the skip to talk to one of the um, uh, one of the men giving testimony because of it of the confidential nature, and we were denied access. You know, this is roadblock after roadblock after roadblock that would be given by staff members by. Congress itself, I proposed legislation to the FAA reauthorization, as you all know, you all covered it. It basically just said if you're an airline pilot and you see something, when you issue that report to the FAA, which they will, uh, that, that report goes to Congress, and it was blocked, not by the Intelligence Committee but by the intelligence community. Huh. Yeah, that's,
3: that's unbelievable. I was watching yesterday, sir. And so for those who weren't, one of, you mentioned you wanted to get in that skiff because there were some questions that they were asked that they said, well, I can't answer that or I have to answer that in a skiff. What were some of those questions that were asked of them that they could not reveal the answers to?
1: Well, where were these craft? Who had them? Who were some of the witnesses that we could then further bring them forward? Things like that, um, we knew that was, going to be the answer. And that's why we asked it in, in, in a public setting. Tennessee
0: representative Tim Burchett on wake up America. Where were these crafts? Who has them? Where are they now? Those are the questions that we should all be asking now.
4: Were you concerned when one of the witnesses said that he basically the question was, are they are they violent or have they been aggressive? And the, the response was basically, yes, we've seen that. Yeah. Did that concern you?
1: Well, it does. But honestly, with that, if they can travel at those incredible speeds that we saw in the Tic Tac video and they haven't annihilated us yet, I'm I'm not that worried. I'm more worried about I'm more worried about out-of-control out of, run, out, out of control spending in Washington, actually. <laughs> I'm
3: with you, but Congressman. There, so, yeah. Maybe that's why they don't want to come. They, they what? see what's happening in Washington. They My one question away. remains.
4: We'll have to get into this yeah. next time. But I, Allison and I mentioned this earlier. If they can get all the way here, they can fly millions of light here, why are they crashing when they arrive? I, that's the that, one part I don't get.
1: I don't believe they've crashed lately. I believe it was because of um, um, radar technology that we had. It was inadvertent. I believe yeah. that's what happened at Roswell and some of these other areas. And that, um, I believe that that was what caused that because you're not hearing about them recently crashing. Correct. Mm. Correct. In the past. And yeah. so I, I, you know, I just think that's, that's, that's okay. what's happened.
0: Congressman right. Tim Burchett, good to see you as always. We appreciate it. Rob Finnerty and Allison Maloney, hosts of Wake Up America, 6.30 a.m. Eastern on Newsmax. And don't forget about Wake Up America Weekend Edition, Saturdays and Sundays at 7 a.m. Last night's history-making launch of the SpaceX Falcon Heavy rocket from the Kennedy Space Center was scrubbed. The massive rocket, which will carry the largest communication satellite ever built, I talked about it yesterday, size of a school bus now has a launch window for 1104 tonight and unless you live along florida's east coast or close to it i highly highly recommend you watch it online you can also watch it on spacex's twitter these launches are incredible especially at night by the way elon musk tweeting yesterday during the ufo or the uap hearings That there are no aliens saying, take it from me. If there were, I would know. Again, that from Elon Musk. And I mean this in a complimentary kind of way. But if someone asked, who's the one person you think may be an alien walking and working among us? I would say Elon Musk. At the White House today, President Biden is meeting with the Prime Minister of Italy and then will deliver remarks tonight at the Truman Civil Rights Symposium. And we'll see what trending comment or action comes out of that. Greg Kelly would probably have it for you at 10 o'clock Eastern on Greg Kelly reports. Don't forget Newsmax is available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Cox Cable, Xfinity, Spectrum, Dish, DirecTV, and many, many others. And all your favorite platforms like Roku, Zumo, Amazon, Apple TV, and others. Make sure... You get the Newsmax app on your phone if you don't already have it. It is free and it is easy to download. This way you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. Tell all your friends and enjoy the rest of your day as we inch up on Friday. In the meantime, keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need
2: the app the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.